You're listening to the Fearless Business Podcast. You're in the best place to learn about how to grow a business, get more clients, and make more money without fears and limitations. All while having fun in the process. Robin Waite is the founder of Fearless Business, a business accelerator helping coaches, consultants, and freelancers double their income and more. This is Fearless Business, and this is Robin Waite. Cool. So um, here we go. So uh, I know I spoke probably it's about a week and a half ago now about on the start of one of the calls, the weekly calls about growth mindset versus fixed mindset. So first of all, I wanted to go through the difference between the two. Um, like most people struggle to pick up when they're speaking to other people, whether they're exhibiting a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. So that's why I wanted to go through this and just do a brain dump of 20 plus examples of um, uh, business examples of where you might experience a, uh, a fixed mindset and how you might approach it from a growth mindset perspective. So typically, or the, the, the most clearly defined example of a fixed mindset is when you hear the words, I can't. So it could be, um, I'm no good with numbers. Um, I can't do marketing. I can't do Facebook ads. I don't understand how to work my mobile phone. Um, things like that. Um, I can't, I, I struggle with networking events um, because I'm, I'm, intro, I'm an introvert. Okay, so those are all examples of fixed mindset. Whereas on the other hand, a growth mindset usually starts with things like, you know, it may start with a fixed mindset, or oh, I can't do something, but you might replace it then with, well, I'll try and work out how Facebook ads work. So I'm willing to learn. It just shows that you're a bit more, it shows that there's um, an element of being open-minded. So um, it's where it's where we kind of put ourselves to one side and we're not afraid to embarrass ourselves. We're willing to just give things a go, basically. Because it's when we try things which are outside our comfort zone that typically we experience the biggest leaps in our growth, um, and for most adults, that's mindset-wise. You can also have physical and emotional growth, and um, basic levels of uh, understanding, and things like that. So, one of the things is that you know, uh, I guess one of the examples which I used when we were talk- when I was um, talking about this before was actually looking at the difference between adults and children. And so, an adult will have a lot of inhibitions which have built up over time um, uh, and things that we've been conditioned are right and wrong in this world and that we should and shouldn't do. And so we have these rules basically that we, uh, core beliefs which we tend to, uh, it's like a thermometer that we set our own internal thermometer to. And so really what tends to happen is we, we start to stop taking risks. And you think about it as a child, you know, children will just take risks all the time, like jumping off furniture, running around the house naked. Well, mine do anyway. They're not worried about necessarily being perfect. They just doodle on bits of paper because it's fun and they get enjoyment out of it. And I think to a certain extent as adults, we, we don't even dream big, let alone act big because of these negative emotions that have been conditioned into us throughout our lives. So the moment we start to dream big and you know think about where our business 
could potentially get to, we immediately crush it with a fixed mindset. Oh no, that will never happen to me. Oh, I don't have the time to do that. Oh, I'll never be able to sell my product at that price because there's nobody out there who will buy it. So th- those are all kind of fixed mindsets. And actually a lot of them tend to come from our childhood. Now I'm not a psychologist. I'm not going to regress everybody back to their childhood, but we can start to, if we start to look at our lives how we portray ourselves in business and start to see our business as being fun, a little bit more like a game, we can start to develop or redevelop a growth mindset when it comes to our business. Now, I'm not suggesting we take like ridiculous risks or things like that, but we need to start to believe in the fact that our intelligence, our business knowledge, our intelligence and our education can still be grown. It can still be developed, okay? That we should, as adults, we should still be interested in learning. And actually, that interest in learning is much more powerful than necessarily the process of winning in business, okay? So by winning in business, most people are focused on sales. And they are so focused on sales that they forget that they have to get better at marketing, that they have to get better at the sales conversation. They have to get, we have to get better at going out networking. We have to get better at understanding the numbers within our business and the potential that our business has, okay? The potential in a business is exponential. It is never fixed. A business can always grow. It can shrink, but it can always grow, okay? We have to be open to feedback and ideas from other people, so, you know, I get this a lot, you know, as a coach and some of the other coaches will nod, you know, where we, we're not telling somebody how to do something, but we're just trying to open up their mind to an opportunity which they can't see yet. Okay. That's, that's what coaching and what growth mindset, creating a growth mindset is all about. Okay. A fixed mindset doesn't believe that there are any other opportunities out there. And in order to you know, start to realize, recognize that there are other opportunities out there. You have to be open to feedback, positive and negative. Okay. Negative feedback is never negative. Negative feedback is always positive because it means it might hurt. It might emotionally, it might be a little bit of a kick, you know, punch in the stomach or whatever, but ultimately in the long term, it is going to make you better or whatever it is that you do, okay? And a fixed mindset also comes with lots of negative emotions, okay? So the feeling that other people are better than us, the feeling that we're trying all of the things and they don't seem to be working, the feeling that, you know, how other people perceive us, what do they think of us when we try something and maybe it doesn't work out, okay? The reality is that in our imagination, all of that sits in our imagination and... The reality, it's never that bad. We place ourselves under an awful lot of pressure. So hopefully, I'm going to try and give you a few examples um, so that this makes a little bit more, ex- uh, a little bit more sense. All right. So the first example is around results. The first couple of examples are around results, right? So, so in business, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go straight to sales because I think this will probably resonate with people more than necessarily focusing on leads. But so, so the first example is whether if we get a new client, right? 
So a fixed mindset person might say to themselves, well, I deserve that. I'm a smart person. And this is, a, this is the first of the 27 examples. I'm probably not going to do all 27 because I've only got sort of half an hour. So uh, this surrounds, um, we actually get a new client. Okay. So the fixed mindset person goes, I deserve that. I'm smart and I'm, I'm knowledgeable around my, around my subject matter. Okay. But somebody with a growth mindset might say something along the lines of, I worked really hard for that sale. Okay. I deserved it, but I worked really hard for it. And maybe I can work harder and get better at it in the future. On the flip side, though, if you don't get that sale, somebody with a fixed mindset will say, it's not my fault. It's the client's fault. It's the prospect's fault. They didn't want it. Or, or maybe those sales tips that I learned from Robin didn't work. That's an example of a fixed mindset, okay? But a growth mindset person might say, cool, well, I lost that sale, but is there any way that I could have made the sales conversation better? Is there a different strategy that I could try in the future? Okay. So there's, there's two examples there of getting a sale and not getting a sale and how it might impact your, your mindset. The next thing then might be um, when you, if, let's say, for example, you've delivered a piece of work to a client or maybe had a really good coaching session right? And somebody, maybe somebody gives you credit for it. Okay. So a fixed mindset person will say, yeah, I'm good at this. And, and you should be proud of, proud of me. So I'm not going to do this any other way because, um, I, you know, if I do it another way and fail, then people won't be proud of me anymore. All right. And I won't get the credit for it. So that's a fixed mindset, but a growth mindset might just keep it nice and simple and say, well, my client appreciated how much effort I made. Okay. So it's, it's not about directly about the results, positive or negative. It's about recognition. The fact that you recognize how much effort was put into helping that client. Okay. Or creating that result. What about if you don't get credit? This is a tough one. So if you do a great piece of work, you know, you know you've done every, you've put all of the effort in, but you don't get the credit. So somebody with a fixed mindset might say, oh, I'm no good at this. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, find something else that will impress this person even more so that I get the credit, okay? Whereas somebody with a growth mindset will hopefully say something to themselves along the lines of, well, you know, I put, again, I put the effort in, but I'm not going to let that detract me. I'm going to move on to the next client and keep on putting in the same amount of effort, if not more. Okay. So that we can get better at this, you know, again, similar sort of example, but, um, uh, you know, in the realms of we, we produce something great with the work that we're doing. If somebody with a fixed mindset just turned around and says, yes, I'm good at what I do. Whereas I'd hope that everybody listening to this call will be of the mindset that no matter how good they feel the outcome is, that there's always the potential that they could have done it better. So whether that's through a better technique or getting more efficient or having a greater emotional connection with a client or whatever it might be, but there should always be the feeling that we can, we can get better. We can, we can praise ourselves. We can give ourselves recognition, but this is always an improvement. It's a constant improvement. Okay. What about, what about when you look at, um, when you describe 
what somebody else is doing. So maybe, maybe for example, like, you know, I've had people come up and tell me, oh, Robin, you're a natural on stage. Okay. So that, that in, in a way is an example of a, a fixed mindset, you know, um, by just saying that I'm a natural and that those were the only parameters. Okay. Whereas somebody with a growth mindset may look at it and go, well, Robin's practiced tons. He's done like, uh, he's done hundreds of um, talks. You know, that reflects how good he is at speaking on stage, you know, in front of a group of people on stage. Sounds like an, I'm an actor, but do you know what I mean? So rather than somebody just saying you're a natural, some, you know, somebody with a growth mindset will say, well, they've clearly practiced. They've put a lot of time and effort and energy into this. Okay. So it's not, I suppose one of the things that hopefully you're starting to pick up here, it's never just about the one thing that has just happened. Okay. It's not about the present. It's not about, uh, you hear this, the stories about the overnight successes. Okay. They're never overnight successes. They are seven year overnight successes, right? These people have worked hard in order to create that success, building YouTube channels for like the last 10 years and stuff like that. You know, they've been growing their building websites since nine, you know, the 1990s, you know, when the internet first came about, they never, no businesses were ever an overnight success. It never happened. Okay. Um, but a fixed mindset will be negative and look at it and say, Oh, well, you know, because basically they're just looking at it at the present and it's like, well, they don't deserve it somehow. Okay. But a growth mindset will look at not only the present, but they'll look at the past, how much time and effort and energy has been put into creating that success and also what the potential is for the future. So there's bandwidth. All right. How about again, um, uh, let's just think of a different example. So how about if you're struggling with a really specific problem, like a, re- a difficult problem, all right? So somebody with a fixed mindset will say, well, I'm never going to understand this. and need to give up. Whereas somebody with a growth mindset may think something along the lines of, well, who can I ask to help me solve this problem? How can I go about, how can I work out, how can I figure this thing out, Okay. So again, there's, there's bandwidth. It's not like we reach a point and go, I can't do it. We just tag a little bit onto the end of that. Maybe, oh, yeah, actually I can't do this, but who am I going to speak to in order to help me solve this problem? Okay. What about, what about just generally struggling? Oh, I'm never going to be good at this. This whole business thing. I'm t- oh, just everybody else makes it look so easy. I'm never going to be good at it. Again, just subtle change, a subtle shift in mindset. I'm not good at this yet. Okay. I've said this before, like everybody, everybody is on a different stage in their business journey. Everybody is on a different stage within their fearless business journey. Okay. So some of you may be struggling. Some of you may be flying. Those roles will be reversed in business. It's like, it's, it's business life cycles. Everybody goes through struggles. Everybody goes through really successful times in their businesses. Okay. So we should never think I'm never going to be good at this. It should be, I'm not good at this yet. But if I keep on practicing or maybe try a different strategy, I can get better at this. Okay. You know, when you make a mistake, I've seen so many people make mistakes and just give up. All right. Maybe, 
maybe you're worried when you make a mistake and this is what creates a fixed mindset and kind of what I started saying towards the beginning of the call was um, you know, around, it's not just our internal perceptions, but our external perceptions. How do, how do we believe other people perceive us? Okay. We might think, oh God, I hope nobody saw me make that mistake. I'm so dumb. You know, we've all done it. We've, we've gone to a, you know, a networking breakfast or lunch or something like that. You know, I've spilt ketchup down my front. I've spilt cups of coffee. I've knocked over glasses of water and things like that. And you think, oh, I'm so stupid. You know, I'm never going to a networking event again. But you know what the reality is like, you know, we have all done it. Like mistakes are going to happen. It's a natural part of being a human being. Okay. You know, and maybe we can flip that mindset into saying something along the lines of what can I learn from this? What can I learn from this mistake? What can I learn about myself from this mistake? What can I learn about my business from this mistake? What can I learn about my mindset, my emotions from this mistake? Okay. What about when we're required to make a really significant effort, okay, with something? I think, I, I think this is like, the, this is now number 10. I'm, not, I'm definitely not going to get through all 27, but I made a massive long list. So what about if we're required to make an effort for something, but we're just tired? Oh, this is just too much effort. You know, the reward just isn't worth it. I can't do this. How many, how many times have you all heard somebody say, I can't do this? Again, like going back to the child-adult relationship, you know, my children all the time, oh, I can't do this, daddy, can't do this. And they get really frustrated. And you have to, you just find yourself going, well, just try, you know, just try. Yet as an adult, again, we forget that sometimes, I think. We just, we just let stuff defeat us when the effort gets a little bit too much. Do you know what? It's okay as an adult to put stuff down, take a bit of time, and then come back to it again. And actually, do you know what the, um, I'm, I'm actually eating my words as I'm saying this because, you know, I struggle with Friday, Friday evenings when I have to put down like fearless business and swap into daddy, daddy mindset, you know, it's tough and I, but I have to, I have to put it down. I have to give it a break, but two things happen. So one, I have to go into growth mindset. I have to be, you know, how can I be the best, best dad that I can possibly be? How can I make this weekend brilliant? Yeah, okay, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. You know, I, I find, I love fearless business. I love my children. I find fearless business relatively easy because I'm passionate about it. Like business is in my blood. I find parenting a bit harder, but how can I make this the best possible weekend I can? And the second thing is when I get to Monday, I'm even more energized like, how, how can I make sure that when I pick up Fearless Business again on Monday, that it is better than it has ever been? Okay. So, which one of those two scenarios do you think requires more effort? Putting, putting down Fearless Business, picking it back up, putting down your business, your own business now, and picking it back up, or taking time out of the weekend. It's, it's funny, isn't it? The weekend should be relaxing, should be quiet. You know, it's not always the same. It's not always that way. How about if you've been working on something for a really long time? Okay. So we're putting the effort in. We've worked through that. I'm going to put the effort in. 
but then but then we've got this really long project that we've been working on okay somebody with a fixed mindset might say oh i don't want to do this anymore i says just taking far too long i just don't want to do this all right i know i know that i've i've because i've built that damned home office right it's beautiful absolutely beautiful but there was two or three times whilst i was doing that and i was just like oh oh, i just don't want to do this oh it's just to go outside in the wind and the rain and put cladding oh don't want to do it but how about flipping that into a growth mindset whereby well yeah okay it's taking a long time but I'm going to focus on it and I'm going to finish it. And when it's finished, I'm going to be proud. Just think of the, you know, how much I'm going to use it, how much the family are going to enjoy it over the next, you know, the coming 10 years, 20 years or however long, all of those sorts of things. Okay. Again, it's okay to say things like, I don't want to do this, but it's what you follow it up with, which is the reframing it from fixed mindset to growth mindset. Okay. Ed says, yeah, gosh, I say that all the time. (laughs) What about when other people offer to help you? This is an interesting one. So in business, like we, you know, there's, you know, I'm, I'm helping people like all day, every day. That's, That's my job. That's what I do. You know, how about now just think about when you're helping somebody or when somebody offers to help you, what sort of things do you say? Sometimes like we can have our internal conflicts kind of kick in. And so I said, just put, I feel like I'm betraying people who want to help me and feel scared. Yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah, you'll be, it's exactly it. So you don't want people to see. It's interesting. I'll be found out. That's a really interesting thing, but you don't, you don't want people to see how smart you are, Ed. I think that's part of the problem. Like, you're a really smart guy. You don't, you don't want to be found out. You don't want people to see how smart you really are, okay? But actually, you know, and this one's a bit harder to kind of reframe it into a growth mindset. Maybe other people just want to make sure that you're learning everything that you need to learn in order to create success and prosperity in your life. Does that make sense? So again, it's, it's a bandwidth. People, it's, people, people aren't checking up on you, but they're, they're checking up from a positive mindset, a positive um, perspective, okay? How about, how about um, this, this will resonate, I think, with you as well, Ed. So how about if somebody checks in on you after something's gone wrong? So if, there's, if you've had a poor result, for example, so maybe a funnel hasn't worked out, Maybe, um, maybe you did some, maybe some of you did some coaching with somebody and it just didn't quite work out how you wanted it to. Maybe, um, you know, you, you went in to get some kind of an accreditation and uh, it, it, it was, you didn't get it. It was, it just went wrong. Okay. So again, there's this danger that people are checking up on you. I don't want people to see that I've failed. I don't want people to see that I got a poor result. Okay. But again, it's, it's the same as the previous example. Like those people are checking in, in with you to make sure you're all right. They want to see if they can help you get that accreditation, get that great result. They want to, they want the best for you. 
Like one of, one of the key things I think I would love for you all to take away, especially with fearless business is that like everybody is rooting for you. I learned this as a speaker. I learned, I learned this as a speaker It's actually um, Michael Trigg who helped me work this out. But, but, you know, one of the biggest things as a, as a speaker, as a coach is, you know, that fear of getting up on stage and looking like an idiot, basically of things not working out. And he said, well, that's just ridiculous. Why would you think like that? When you're delivering a talk in front of a hundred people, like they don't want to waste their time. They don't want to waste your time, right? They want the best possible result from that talk. They want you to give the, the talk of your life because if you give the talk of the life, they're going to learn something and they're going to benefit from it. So everybody in the audience has got your back. Everybody in Fearless has got your back. If anybody ever asks you how you're doing, hopefully they do it from a position of um, abundance and they want to help you. And they want to make sure you're all right. And that's okay. What else have we got? How about... I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of a competition. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe you were in a three-way. Uh, you had to, there were three of you delivering a pitch, okay, for a service. So you know, like three web designers, three branding agencies, three coaches, okay, and you got it, right? You won. Like if you find yourself saying, yes, I won because I'm the best coach. I won because I'm the best consultant. I won because I'm, I'm the best, whatever it is, web designer. Okay. Fixed mindset. Okay. How you should reframe that in terms of a growth mindset is that you worked hard. So I worked hard. My strategy worked. I enjoyed learning something new and getting recognized for it in the process. Okay. So again, it's not just about in the present. It's not just about winning right now. Okay. It's not just about the present. You have to factor in the past. How much work did you do? Time, effort, and energy did you put in, in order to win that project? What can you take out of it to ensure that you get the same result in the future? Okay. The flip side of that is if you're in a three-way race to get a project, get a new client, a prospect or something like that, a beauty parade, and you lose it. Ah, oh, I have no idea why I didn't win. It's just not fair. I'm not, I'm not going to bother doing this again. If, if I'm going to keep on going for these pitches and not get them, like, what's the point? You know, clearly they, had, they wanted that other coach. Clearly they wanted that other web designer. They didn't want me. Why did they even bother, like, asking me to pitch? Okay, all fixed all fixed mindset. Okay. But we can again, reframe that, flip it on its head. Ah, do you know what? I didn't get it. What I need to do is spend a bit of time figuring out why. Okay. What could I do differently next time? Do I need to put more effort in? Do I need to change my strategy? Okay. What do I need to work on over the next three months to make sure this doesn't happen again? And that I give myself the best, best chance next time. Okay. Most of us, when, when we fail, when we lose, we attach negative emotions to it, okay? I talk about this a lot in sales. When you're selling, you should remove all of the, emotional, all of the emotions, positive and negative, from the sales process, okay? Otherwise, you would just drive yourself crazy. And if you have a negative tendency anyway, you will just drive yourself down in a vicious circle, 
okay so you have to remove the emotional attachments when things go really well and when they go really badly in business and you just need to have enough desire just to and passion just to carry on doing what you're doing in the belief that you can get better at it you can do it better you can find a better way to do it okay what about um Ah, this is a good one. Uh, in fact, this is probably one of my favorites. If you're working in collaboration with somebody else, okay? Uh, now, this could be in collaboration with a partner to deliver a product or service to a client. It could be working with the client on something, okay? But what about, what about if it goes wrong? Okay? You know, again, oh, it's their fault. Okay? Fixed mindset internal and external influences so let's look a bit more internally here and go oh, what could i have done better to make that partnership work out okay how could i have made this collaboration a roaring success could i put more effort in could i've changed my strategy notice a lot of the time the growth mindset comes back to the same things and basically if you started with how can i get better at how could i have done this better okay what about setting long ah this is a favorite setting long-term goals okay this is a tough one so a fixed mindset person might think they set the goal right this is my goal 1500 pounds a month turnover or two, you know 10 grand a month turnover okay so that's my goal i need to get that in the next 12 months i need to achieve this have to achieve it if i don't i'm a failure okay so yeah so fixed mindset i need to achieve this goal if i don't i'm a failure okay um but a growth mindset says we're just going to push everything else to one side and i'm going to achieve this goal i'm going to work as hard as i can in order to give it my best shot and if i don't achieve that goal well so what what's going to happen you know but i'm going to give it everything that i possibly can in order to achieve this goal and what about if it's a really crazy like hairy assed goal that scares you okay so we're talking about setting a really challenging goal here right ah that's a terrible idea i'm just going to waste my time if i do this you know i'm probably just going to fail anyway so why should i bother okay fixed mindset um if ever you find yourself saying that <laughs> especially whilst we're working together like you need to call me you need to pick up the bat phone and call me okay whereas if we're of the mindset that every day we're going to get up and challenge ourselves, we're going to do something every day that scares us a little bit. Um, even if it means that it like, even if you, even if it doesn't take you close to your goal, but you achieve some kind of growth, like mentally, emotionally, you, you achieve some growth. Um, it's still progress. You're still moving forward. Okay. We forget about just it just being in the present, the failure in the present. Okay, but we move it forward. How can we get closer to success? Okay. So growth mindset, I guess, always has like two dimensions to it. It's never the present. It's always the present and it's moving. You're either moving away from something or towards something. Okay. And growing, growing emotionally and mentally, physic, potentially physically in the process. Muscle, mu people, I think, um, underestimate the power of muscle memory, especially when it comes to things like business. 
how we talk to people is all, you know, most, most communication is actually how we inflect uh, the sounds as we're talking, um, our body language, our eye contact and things like that. Okay. Most of that is done on muscle memory. So actually your physical growth is alongside your, your mental growth, your emotional growth is just as important. And like business is going to be tough. I always say this business is going to be tough. It's going to throw you curveballs. Sometimes it feels like it's throwing you curveballs every day, sometimes several times a day. Okay. But the more you focus on things going wrong, the more things are going to go wrong. Okay. What you've got to do with a growth mindset is focus on how to make it a success. So I'm going to challenge myself. Even if I don't realize my goal, I will still make progress and get better along the way. Okay. Growth mindset. I'm going to challenge myself. Even if I don't realize my goal, I'll still make progress and get better along the way.